turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. The vaccine market rally is taking a breather. It might need a shot in the arm. Get it? Vaccine market rally. Might need a shot in the arm. Okay, get off. I'm crying. Better than you. Um, The jobs numbers were great today. The jobless numbers. First time unemployment claims. You've been fired. Go to the unemployment line. They're falling. They're at the lowest level. How did I write it? Um... Jobless claims totaled 709,000, hitting another pandemic era low, and a sign that the labor market is gradually improving. Um, I kind of like the way I said pandemic era, uh, but I guess that's what we're in, right? Um, so we got some mixed news today, and the vaccine news that made people joyous and say, oh, we're going to go on cruises, we're going to go on fl- planes, and uh, United Airlines is like, we're going to open up 1,400 new flights on Thanksgiving weekend. We were excited on Monday and Tuesday, and by Thursday, we're a little bit depressed. The market's a little bit manic-depressive. Manically happy one day, light switch off the next day. It kind of sucks. Rob Black talking all things financial. Why is the vaccine news not carrying over? Because the vaccine news is hitting right when we're spiking once again. Essentially, in my opinion, out of control. And what I mean by that is 144,000 people were diagnosed yesterday with COVID. Um, I, I, if you put the death aside, I guess that's good news because we're reaching herd herd type levels, right? No, it's not good news. It's horrible news. Dying on a ventilator is probably one of the worst ways to die. The complications from the disease left over in in our bodies, even though we think we're healthy, we're starting to see some pretty scary studies on lung functioning for people who survived. You can't just go out there and say it's no big deal. Uh, If you do, you're not you're not understanding how the world works. So New York's talking lockdowns. I saw that one of the communities that I live very close to, Santa Clara, saw a massive spike yesterday. So if it's in the county next to me, I'm probably guessing it's in the county that I'm in. Um, so that's not great, in my opinion. Uh 
the next month or two, we're probably going to see some economic damage happen from COVID. Now, here's the beauty. We know how to handle it. Stay inside and wear a mask. Wash your hands. We know how to handle it. But we also have some yahoos out there who want to go out and fly across the country and um, infect other people. They're saying that the number one places to get it right now is on planes, restaurants, gyms, and places of worship. Uh, and in theory, we don't need any of those. But we got to rush it. <laughs> We're Americans. We, we don't like seatbelts because they're too constricting. Um, and that's kind of like what my mom told me about when I was young about wearing protection if I'm going to have intercourse. Um, she goes, some men will say that it doesn't feel comfortable. And I go, mom, you're kind of embarrassing me. <laughs> and uh, she goes, but if you don't want a baby, that's the best thing you can do. And uh, I love my mom. My mom has COVID. So I'm thinking a lot about her right now. Uh, I'm coming up to, this is how I think. I don't think it's quite as linear. My dad had a massive heart attack at the same age that I will be in about two months. I'm like, whoa, should I get my heart checked? Do they do heart checks? <laughs> like, I don't even know. The world that I know is money and investing. Um, how easy would it have been to see what's happened on Wall Street this year? Growth stocks like Amazon and Netflix, Peloton and Zoom went up. When we were shut down, not flying, energy stocks, airlines, big box retail went down. Um, I don't know how Best Buy got through it. I remember I had to return a sound bar that I got pre-pandemic. And I was like, how do I return this? And they're like, let's bring it to the store. And someone will meet you outside. And I was the only car parked there. It was a little bit weird. I was like, how are you guys going to make it? And they made it. They went more online. Um, a lot of obvious right now. The Amazons, the Netflix, the Pelotons, the Zooms, the Googles, the Microsofts. They're all stay-at-home kind of stocks. And now there's a reopening type of stock that we're looking at. And those are typically the energy stocks as well as the travel, hotel, and leisure stocks. We're not really talking about environmental, social, and governance. It's not in fuego right now. Um, those are called ESG. Let me say it one more time because I think it is an investment theme that you should be really aware of. Environmental, social, and governance. Um, millennials love the environment, social, and governance issues. It's tough to pick on those stocks right now. It's tough to pick those stocks right now. It's tough to, you know, say, I wonder how they're going to do. Because we're kind of focused on the stay at home versus the reopening. Um, the pandemic trades were kind of an easy layup. Now the question is, can you go after something that's distressed? 
uh, a listener I sent some emails back and forth yesterday, and he's like, you talked about Boeing potentially being a good long-term investment. Its book value is horrible. I disagree. And I said, you're right. Um, that's, that's what works for you. Uh, yesterday when I brought it up, I wasn't talking book value. I was talking about the reopening trade. And I don't expect it to be a V-shaped recovery. So a lot of the reopening trades are not going to be V-shaped recoveries, in my opinion. That there will be some damage done to those business models for the foreseeable future. And that it'll take a little bit of time to get going. When the vaccine was announced, should we short Zoom and say what went up must come down? Um, how do they make money? Are there enough business subscriptions there to keep that baby afloat? Uh, what's the valuation of it? And that all happened on one day. That company could do no wrong until a vaccine was announced on Monday. And I don't think it's been officially announced. Um, it's a weird time right now because we don't know if we should be doing the pandemic plays still, if we should be doing the reopening, but some of those companies are really damaged. Four years ago when Trump got elected, overnight the stock market crashed, and by the next day it had gapped higher. These are weird times. I don't want you getting emotional. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money investing and more. Um, yesterday was, I want to call it a transition day where we've kind of had our blowout COVID party, the COVID vaccine party. And now it's kind of back to reality. Eight straight days of over a hundred thousand infections. That's a lot of people quarantining and a lot of days off work, a lot of healthcare costs. It is a grind of away from growth and into uh, exhaustion, right? Cyclical and value stocks had huge gains. And now they've fallen prone to a little bit of profit taking. Growth and momentum stocks, which had not worked on Monday and Tuesday, they started working again. It's the patent pending by the dip trade. No one can quibble with what we're seeing right now. It kind of makes sense. It's almost too easy. There might have been a sign that market participants are recognizing that they are starting to get too complacent about the recovery trade because we are still in full on rage pandemic which should lead to some real economic damage in the interim before the benefit of a vaccine being widespread. I feel good about six months from now 
I don't feel great about right now. Treasury market is back in action after taking a day off for observance of Veterans Day. And my kid asked me, and I didn't have an answer, and I, I, I feel horrible about it. He said, what's the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day? And I answered it typical Rob Black fashion. I said, well, Labor Day is all about enjoying the, the, the fruits of, of people who work. When you don't know an answer, misdirection. So the 10-year Treasury is sitting at 93 basis points. Where we were six months ago, sitting at 60 basis points, was a sign that bad stuff is going to happen. It's interesting because our government stimulated the economy and prevented a lot of the bad economic damage. Now we're in the position again where we're like, um, remember that we're going to talk about stimulus after the election thing? Well, it's kind of after the election. And Democrats are being Democrats and Republicans are being Republicans and nothing is getting done. The next leg up, in my opinion, now that we got vaccine news, next leg up will be tied towards stimulus. And then maybe next year at this time, when the, the, the and that feels good to say, just say, you know, when the pandemic should be curbing and being pushed down to an epidemic and then pushed down to, we really did a good job on this baby. Um, we should be talking about earnings coming back. So the 10-year treasury is telling me that things are getting a little bit better, but still at 93 basis points, it's not great. But the Federal Reserve said, we're, we're on your side for the next two years. We're not even thinking about raising interest rates in 2020 or 2021. Maybe not until the end of 2022. I have to imagine that's a moving target. And if things heat up, if we go to 4% unemployment, they would say, well, we, we better change our minds and raise rates. Initial jobless claims decreased by 48,000 to 709,000. That's a good number. It's actually a horrible number. But it, in a pandemic era, it's a good number. The lowest level it's been in a long time since the pandemic started, essentially. <clears throat> With the downward trend in initial claims, it's nice to see. There's a few announcements about curfews and restrictions on business activity in a lot of cities and states right now. That could be a pickup for jobless claims in the coming weeks. When New York City says, okay, we're going kind of on lockdown again. A lot of those restaurants that brought back some employees, they're going to go, ah, you better go collect unemployment, guys. So we should see a spike in that, those numbers. Again, this is a lot of projections. And it's very much so a moving target right now. Um, what is very much so... Hmm, how do I want to say this? What is seen in the realm of cyclical value in small cap stocks are not working but they were hyperinflated on Monday and Tuesday. One week does not a trend make. I'm just saying, I think that trade woke up and will find its legs again if we can process and get through 144,000 new COVID cases announced yesterday. Eight straight days, over 100,000. 
again, this time next year, I'm stoked. If I could travel a year in time and tell you what it looks like, I'd love to. We should be at a better place. During the pandemic, one of the great stories, in my opinion, was woof, woof. A lot of dog love. Dogs that were at the pound that were going to be put to sleep. Dogs that were close to death suddenly were become beloved and treasures of the family. Although I heard a really creepy story that some, somewhere outside of Stockton, and I refer to Stockton as the armpit of California. It's a joke. I'm going to run for mayor of uh, Stockton one day, and I'm going to do it with, how shall we say, uh, a campaign based in deodorant. I hear that there's a place just outside Stockton that you could that people dump their animals. During COVID, you get laid off. What do you do? Do you take the dog to the wood and sh- shoot it? No, no, that's what you do with small children. <laughs> you, you take it to Stockton and leave it in a field. Weird. People are cruel. Anyway, um, we'll talk about Walmart and pet insurance and Roblox a little later in the show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. I started a segment and I didn't finish it. I was talking about pet food and Walmart. I found it interesting this morning that Walmart has said, hey, America's adopting cats and dogs and critters. And it's an industry that's grown from 53 billion to 64 billion um, in the next few years. Americans care about their dogs or cats uh, lovingly. Uh, it's not just dog food that Walmart wants to make some money on. They want the dog toys. They want the dog medication. Uh, so they're starting to offer pet insurance at a 10% discount if you get it on your own versus with them, with them, 10% discount. Nice way to save a little bit of money. If you use an app called Rover, they're probably getting a kickback and they're going to give you a kickback and give you gift cards to Walmart. I think that is such a smart business. Um, I really like Walmart's management. I've studied it in depth. There's a great book called The Death of Competition um, that I've read probably four or five times cover to cover. And what I like about it is they do a really nice job of saying, okay, let's compare Kmart to Walmart. Let's go back to the 1950s. Kmart was hiring people out of college like Harvard and putting smart guys in charge of stores in New York City, in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco. Walmart said, Let's just use computers and figure out what people want and when. Let's write down every purchase that we do for a year and then study it. And what they learned was maybe women would come in for feminine products any day of the week. Maybe men would come in for tennis shoes on Saturday. Maybe, and when we were getting tennis shoes, we also got dog food. So they knew we need to staff our aisles like this. And it was very smart. And then on top of that, Walmart kind of did a spike in hub 
business model. So they would get one big warehouse and they would have eight stores around it draw from that one big warehouse. Whereas Kmart, it was up to the, the, the brainy, smarty, Harvard-educated guy to run the store and figure out what was needed when. Walmart won. So in the book, The Death of Competition, it does a really nice job of explaining comparing companies. And if you learn to compare companies, you are going to be a successful investor. If you only look at one company, I think you're going to be very hit and miss in your approach. So when I take a look at Walmart, I'm going to take a look at Amazon. If I'm taking a look at Walmart for their pet business, I'm going to compare it to Chewy's pet business. Chewy doesn't have any stores. Walmart does. Square footage is more expensive than digital. So I, I build cases like that. I want to talk real quick about telehealth. That's another service that Chewy's offering for your dog. And Walmart would be wise to do the same thing. Chewy's already figured out how to do it. You order a subscription to dog food, it comes to your house, you do that and you get the gift of free telehealth. It means you can talk to a vet. My dog's got this funny rash. I know, shut up Rob. Kids are figuring out how to adapt and survive. There's a game called Roblox and they're about to come public. So I started studying up on them yesterday and I was fascinated. Um, COVID's raging. Social distancing is still the order. There's no school. There's no after school activities. My kids play on competitive soccer teams and they're basically running around a field right now and practicing footwork. That's about it. They're not allowed to touch other kids. They have to keep their masks on. Like it's no fun. Um, but Roblox has kind of done well during the pandemic shakedown. They're gonna have a billion dollars in purchases this year, largely from in-app purchases. The game is free to play, but it's got a digital currency angle. Some parents are hosting birthday parties on the site, establishing virtual rooms that their friends and relatives can enter with avatars that kind of look like you. Um, the business is located in San Mateo. And they've done a really smart job of getting developers to come up with new versions of the game. For instance, there's uh, you could build a digital house. You could adopt pets. You could run a theme park with your buddy. And it's social, and there's a lot of controls that parents could use to like make sure that old creepy men don't get in. <clears throat> Notice I didn't say old creepy women. <laughs> Uh, men, you've ruined it. You've ruined it, I tell you. But it's actually a pretty cool thing. And Anderson Horowitz, Andreessen Horowitz, have an investment in the company. To me, I was shocked when Microsoft bought Minecraft a few years back for a couple billion dollars. I was like, they'll never make that money back, suckers. And I couldn't have been more wrong. I didn't know it had that kind of legs to it, but Roblox does too. It's been around for 14 years. Um, it's not it's not terribly fun, but it's terribly social. So while parents take Zoom calls and deal with a full slate of assignments, the kids are getting socialized, not on YouTube videos, but on Roblox. I don't know the valuation it's going to be coming out as, but I do know it's going to be mid-December. 
And it's one of those IPOs that I don't think will be hot and sexy. So I'm interested in it. Um, I think it's one that could kind of fly beneath the radar. Now, again, you have to be careful because when you learn to compare, you learn to play the game better in investing. A couple years ago, there was Zynga. America went nuts over Farmville. I don't get it. You would pay real money to have a digital cow. And if you needed milk from that digital cow and you needed it faster, you'd pay more digital bucks to get it faster. <clears throat> so as a kid who grew up with arcade games, um, Dig Dug in particular, I look at Roblox and I go, eh. um, but ultimately what I'm, I'm saying is they've, they've figured it out. They've cracked the code. They've got a moneymaker and parents trust it just like they trust Minecraft. Minecraft to me is digital Legos. Um, to me, Roblox is something along the lines of, uh, do you remember SimCity and all the Sims that Electronic Arts would come out with? It's kind of like a, a fake Sims for, for kids. And there ain't nothing wrong with that because I played SimCity nonstop at one point in my life. PlayStation 5 launches today, but if you don't got one, you don't got one. It's not in store. It's sold out. Some top stories of the day if we're looking elsewhere. A company called Fossil. Their shares are surging after the maker of watches, handbags, and other luxury goods swung to a third quarter profit. Fossil is one of those companies that when Apple announced the Apple Watch, that a lot of people put, uh-oh, Fossil's going to go out of business. There's a company that I don't know how to exactly say the name, and I'm probably saying it wrong. Do you remember the episode of Seinfeld where he was dating a woman who had a name that rhymed with a body organ? Uh, this, I know, right? I never saw the episode. I just heard about it. So there's a new company out there that I know nothing about. It's called Pen Duo Duo. It's a Chinese-based e-commerce company reported an unexpected profit for the third quarter, as well as better-than-expected revenue, helped by economic rebound in China. China's, China's open for business. They're not locking down. They did their quarantine right. They basically patrolled the streets with guns and rifles. You come out, we shoot you. I could be making that up a little bit. I could be embellishing it. If I've told you once, I've told you a million times that I like to embellish. Vroom! Gave a weaker outlook. Their losses are widening. Quiagen or Kiagen, ticker symbol Q-G-E-N, is again selling a portable COVID-19 test with test able to process up to 30 swab samples in 15 minutes. Um, the lab testing that we've cracked codes on during the pandemic is great. Wells Fargo is exploring the sale of its private label credit card unit. Um, that's a company that just can't get on track. I'm embarrassed to say that I own shares of Wells Fargo because at one point in time, Warren Buffett bought it and I did too. Um, I want them to, to sell out as fast as they can because I want out of that position. It's a small position. It's only $6,000, but it's really only 5000 now, right? Salesforce.com was downgraded to equal weight from overweight at Morgan Stanley. Said the dynamics of the company's subscription model may pressure earnings and free cash flow in the near term. 
that's a company that we've always been waiting for to get on the cheap, and it never seems to happen. Uh, Nike was rated outperform by new coverage over at RBC Capital Markets. I own shares of Nike. It's a best-in-class global athletic play. In my opinion, they have no competition. I know, I know, they have competition, but when it comes to show me the money, they have no competition. Show me the money! What happened to Cuba Gooding Jr.? He was so normal, and then now he's become so not normal. Alibaba reported their singles day sales record $75 billion in one day. They're the Amazon of China. Moderna said it has enough data from its late stage trial of COVID-19 to begin a planned interim analysis. Fauci has said it's going to be similar to Pfizer's in makeup. Therefore, the results should be similar. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. You know you've got a thoughtful kid when he comes to you. He's playing this song. And he goes, Dad, this song makes me feel sad. About someone who died. And I'm like, you're kidding. It sounds like a happy song. Listen to the words and I, I was like, dude, you're a chip off the old block. I love my kid. It's a sad song that sounds happy. I kind of feel that way sometimes when it comes to the stock market. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Today doesn't feel great. Taking a look at the numbers, nothing great. Taking a look at the COVID infections, uh, eight straight days over 100,000. We're talking about a lockdown again. While me and the radio producer say, I don't think Americans will take it seriously. I just, I, I don't have faith in mankind. <laughs> so my mom's got COVID, so... I believe in lockdowns, but then again, I always have. Um, Disney's going to report earnings tonight. I think that's probably worth talking about on some level. Investors are going to focus on Disney Plus, in my opinion, because there's not a lot to talk about on Disney World, Disneyland. Uh, Disney's latest subscriber count will be one of the most closely watched metrics I saw Disney made some sort of goofy relationship with Fortnite. That you get two months free. Like, okay, I, okay. But Disney in August reported they had 60 and a half million subscribers in less than a year of operation. Netflix global subscriber base of 200 million. Disney has a long way to go. But if they come out today and say something like, hey, we're halfway there, we're at 100 million, we're going to go, huh, they've really created a, 
we see Netflix's valuation. Can they take? Can Disney do this? And I have a, a family member who works at Disney. She used to work at Fox. Um, they got acquired. She used to work. Um, she works in movie promotion. And it's not healthy right now. The movie industry is not great. The uh, resorts aren't great. I got an email from the Olani. Come to Hawaii and see Mickey in a, a mumu. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, okay. Okay. I got to say this because I haven't said it in at least two months. I love Hawaii, but I hate luau's. If I never have to go to a luau ever again, I will be the happiest man on the planet. When you've seen one, you've seen them all. The chief came to the island of Hawaii and a great goddess of wind pushed his boat to the island. Like, no, I can't take more bad dancing, bad singing, bad food. The way they try to get adult males to go, they promise you free beer, as much beer as you can drink, but they don't tell you that they only have one bartender serving 1,000 people and that the beer that they do give out is, I want to wash my car with it. Oh, yay. I said something good. The, people like me. They honked for me. I can use another honk right now. Thank you. Thank you. So the new structure at Disney, um, they've kind of changed their studio. So we are, we are going to be paying attention to these subscriber numbers, but they've also said we're not going to just make shows clearly for ABC. It's not going to be ABC. And ESPN is going to be ESPN. And Disney Plus is going to be Disney Plus. And the movies are going to be separate. They said we're just going to try to figure out how to send a good project this way and a good project that way. So we don't really have a lot of good understanding of what Disney Plus is, is and isn't yet. They did a big restructuring, putting all of their creators together under one unit to generate studio, general entertainment, and sports content. Another unit is going to focus on distribution to determine which platform to use to release what content. You might remember that Disney did release its live action Mulan during the September quarter to Disney Plus. So not only did you have to have Disney Plus, but you had to play, pay $30. Um, but then you get to keep the movie. And for those of us who have Disney Plus that don't want that movie, I'll never see it. Um, so it's kind of a weird boxing, right? Segregation. Um, some people get it this and some people get that. It, maybe not segregation is the word I'm looking for. Maybe segmentation? I'm not quite sure what word I'm looking for. Um, ESPN's been a big problem for Disney for the last 10 years. As the price of the NFL package goes up, as the price of the NBA package goes up, as the price of Major League Baseball goes up, um, that's left Disney with higher costs. And they had this grand scheme years ago to build out their company and do a ESPN 1, ESPN 2, ESPN 3, ESPN University. I woke up at about 3 o'clock this morning and I turned on ESPN. And uh, live from the Masters. Uh, that's expensive stuff. To, that's expensive content to create. And when you kind of get bloated, 
that's when you start looking at your business model and say, okay, where do we need to cut? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. The weekly jobless claims were positive, but the market feels a little bit tired. So it's kind of a happy, it's kind of a sad song today, but it's got happy words in it. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't, because then we see 144,000 infections. It just feels like rain today. It's no, it's not good. I feel blah. I'm the Shaw of blah. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com as well.